Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of Face to Face. My name's Rob Howden. That is, of course, David Cole joining me here live, of course, on the EKN YouTube channel and on our Facebook page as well. Uh, David, back at it with another one of our Face to Faces. This one focused at an event that I haven't been to in 24 hmm. years, I think, 25 years, maybe. Uh, my An event that I want to go back to. But the schedule just never plays for me to be able to go there. I've talked to the promoter many times to announce it, to drive at it. I just haven't had a chance to get it done again. Well, of course, we're talking about the park. If, you, if you've been in the sport for a number of years, you know what the park is. The Quincy Grand Prix event, uh, an amazing street race, park-setting race uh, that will take place uh, this coming June. The promoter, Terry Trader, joining us uh, here as well, as along with Keith Freeber from Margay. We have a couple of race winners uh, from the past coming to join us as well, Jeremiah Davis and Devin Smith-Harden. Um, it's a great event, David. I don't think you've ever even been there, have you? I have not. Again, scheduling has been the uh, the negative on that part. Again, you got family and sporting events and then also karting events as well, too, yeah. that have kind of kept me away from there. And especially this year now, uh, we'll be, uh, I'll be in Utah. You'll be in Road America. Again, it's just racing is just so big right now. There's just so many different events going on. And unfortunately, you know, you, you do have the unfortunate scheduling conflicts and, 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 and it saddens us to be on the Quincy Grand Prix. But again, it, it continues to grow and grow since re, re, being reborn in 2018. Yeah, yeah COVID kind of uh, put a kibosh on it in 2020, but it came right back with, with even bigger numbers than from 2019. So again, it's another growing event. It's, and it, again, it's, it's unlike any other event that you will go to, period, point blank. Yeah, and I would, I would say that when you look at the history of the sport, and, and let's just look at the races that are still going on right now, um, it really is one of the most iconic races, right? Like, what races do we have? Actual uh, annual races that are around that much right now? Quincy, Quincy Grand Prix, Rock Island, and probably the Super Nationals. That's really about it. And then you throw Daytona Day Kart Week in. I was to say Daytona right? Kart Week. You know, yeah. that's been going on since 1974, and this started even before then, if I recall. I or around that time, I, I can't we'll remember the actual, for that. <laughs> can't remember the actual year. Um, I want, yeah, I want to say it was around that time, but it, it went up until year 2000, 2001. And that's when it kind of took a hiatus. Uh, you know, obviously the sport was a lot different at that time. And now the sport's different than that, that period in time. There's a lot of people, grassroots racers who just love to go race, no matter where, the, if it's a parking lot, if it's a road course, if it's in a park itself, again, they just love going racing. And again, when you bring in spectators, again, that's one of the big keys. I think that this, this event brings that no other event does is the amount of spectators it has and obviously the uniqueness of the racetrack. Yeah, it's, it's in South Park in Quincy, Illinois. Elevation changes, a really challenging track. Uh, 15,000 spectators uh, annually. Everybody rolling, having a good time. You know, they got the lawn chairs. They got the blankets laid out. They've got the VIP. You know, there's beer gardens. It's just, it's a... It's, it's unlike anything else we really have in the sport right now in terms of the location, David, and the event all, all, all told, the Quincy Grand Prix. Yeah, and again, it's based in the Midwest. Quincy is synonymous with karting going back to, you know, the 60s yeah. with TNT Kartways and, and a lot of the number, like some of the old uh, karting events that you saw televised are actually at that racetrack. And again, it's the true. park is, is kind of the 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 highlight of, of, of what goes on uh, around karting with, with the Quincy area. And again, it's just, there's, you can't really, again, we can ask Keith, we can ask Terry, we can ask Jeremiah and, and obviously Devin Smith Harden, who's going to join us. 
what one key element, you know, makes them go there every year. And it's that's probably it. going to be different, but it, it all, you, you blend that all together. And that's what brings you the Quincy Grand Prix. And we can't really talk about the Quincy Grand Prix without talking about one of the absolute legends of our sport. And that was Gus Trader, Terry's dad, uh, who was a guy that, that, that wanted to make carting the, the show. Like it reminds me of, like, of a Jim Murley thing, right? Where, where he realized that carting was a show in and of itself. Uh, had the, you know, the, the, the PKA, Professional Karting Association, money races, street races. That's what Gus took the, took the sport to the people. And I think that's one of the big things about Quincy, of course, that home race just across the Mississippi River is TNT Cartways. Again, one of the legendary tracks uh, in our sport, American karting. That was the home race. The park race was the home race. Uh, and when it came back, as you said, David, it's just like, did my heart good when I, when I heard that the race was coming back. And then a new generation of people were going to be able to enjoy what is truly one of the most iconic iconic races we have in the sport. Yeah, that's exactly it. People who have never been there, including myself, you know, are, are anticipating and wanting to go there. And again, it's a bucket list event. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, let's bring Terry Trader in. Let's bring the promoter in. Right. We got to talk about the event because he's got lots going on. Terry, uh, dude, thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Face to Face. Glad to be here, guys. And you did a great job of telling people about what the park was all about, the historical uh, parts of this thing. And so, yeah, in 18, you know, it was 17 years uh, since wow. Gus, Gus's last one, which was 2001. And, uh, you know, there was various things that went into it. Uh, the, the track had gotten rough and people had really basically stopped coming to the event. And, you know, maybe after a period of time, everything has its day and 32 years. I mean, I really, after doing it for this is my fourth year. I can't believe Gus did it for 32. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of work, a lot of organization, a lot of fundraising. Um, uh, basically, we've raised $91,000 from the local sponsors, local people, businesses, manufacturing people. You know, they really want to see stuff like this happen in Quincy. Quincy's got a unique place. <clears throat> when you come to Quincy, the Carter is a big deal. Okay, you're not you're not like going to a lot of places where they don't even know what it is. They they ask you if there's air in those tires and all that kind of stuff, you know. But here you're you're really a star. And these the guys that you're going to interview later, they will tell you that. You know, there's banners up all over the town, welcome carters, and and the restaurants welcome them, and the hotels. So yeah, and and Quincy's just a great place for it. And of course, with the park, as you guys have talked about, it's it's the most unique track probably in the world i don't know i mean i've not seen anything like it you know the elevation changes and um the beauty of it with the with all the trees and the grass and and things and to get a park district you know a governmental body to turn that over to us basically for a week because we have to start preparing this thing starting on monday before the race with all you know we have 1200 barriers we have 850 tires we have we fence the track inside and out and, uh, you know, we have to get the people together. We've got 25 major officials. we got 40-plus flagmen that have to be there Saturday and Sunday and stand out in the heat all day long. Uh, you know, we bring in some of the great officials from the country. Randy Kugler is our announcer. And, uh, of course, uh, Jay Burgess is our is our flagman, Jason. And, you know, he's, he's such a colorful dude, you know. Oh, and, yeah. and we've got T.J. Halsman that's doing our timing for us and our scoring. So, We've tried to put together a great crew, and then I've got some great local people like the Miles family, JT and Jeff, that set up the track and do a lot of work for that. Uh, but, you know, 
you think of all the stuff you like you talked about the beer garden we have to get a uh, a city liquor license we have to get a state liquor license we have to get dram shop insurance and you have you know all those details and then i've got a couple of young men that are like uh close to 40 years old but they love this thing and they put on the gust vip tent so we've got a 40 by 80 tent with bleachers by it and the free food and beverage and you know we charge like 75 bucks a ticket but that's for both days you get preferred parking luxury bath luxury bathrooms and um you know the best seat in the house at the start finish line so yeah that's you know those are in, in the the deal what we build it as is an event it's not a go-kart race you know it's that's it yeah I, yeah. I, I would almost say it's more of an experience. Again, that's what a lot of people are trying to invest. And I think over the last couple of years, that's what we're seeing with karting itself is people are trying to get an experience by being part of the sport. But I think when, when you talk about Quincy Grand Prix, it's not only for the drivers and, and team members and, and shops and, and, and all of them, but it's also for the spectators themselves. As you said, you have a really good bond with the community there and obviously the, the business industries uh, surrounding the Quincy area. Yeah. And we have, you know, in reality, the, tra- the, the whole thing is free to the public. And I think that's kind of unique because, you know, if you want to go to the Gus VIP tent, yeah, it's going to cost you some money. But really, the, the main part of this whole thing is all free to the public, uh, free to anybody that goes in there. They bring their, their tents, their, their launch chairs you, you were mentioning, their yeah. coolers. Their coolers and the, you know they're and they just camp out and they spend a day in a beautiful park and watch the drivers and you know we get some ex- excellent drivers uh, coming there great racing uh, this year we've really done some stuff to try to make it safer again by we the start finish corner the last corner before the start finish line where everybody is jockeying for position to to win the thing we've actually put a race curb in there we got approval from the park district so. We went in and dug the whole like square curve out and put a regular like a a track curb in for us. So, I mean, usually people will scream about about anything that you do to to a park, you know, but because it's such a big event for the community, they they really they they are they're okay with it, you know. So uh, I saw that. I saw that on Facebook today. I went, man, that is really cool. That's in in the last corner. Perfect. Well, we had like a couple drivers that when they were jockeying for position, they kind of scared me because they got ejected from the cart, slid across the, the start finish line, you know, and they didn't get hit or anything. But, you know, that's the danger if you get ejected from the cart that you're yeah. laying on the track. So so I have to make it safer. And like I said, my big goal through the through the whole weekend is we have good weather. And nobody gets hurt. That's what I want. You know, and I want everybody to have fun. And, you know, we had a lot of entries last year. We had 343. Wow. If, if I can go 344, I'll be happy. You know, we'll see. You know, if Carters have a tendency to wait until the last minute to to register, you know, it's, yeah, it's, we, really, it's really hard on a promoter. What we, you know, we can't make you do it. We can raise all the money for the business people and all that kind of stuff. But you know, we need their entries as part of the of the revenue to break even with this deal. If we do make a little money, we donate it to uh we're a 501c3 uh nonprofit corporation and we'll donate it to other nonprofits in the community so you know it's it, it's a good deal and um we we really have worked hard to give it the classy type of thing when you walk come when you come in you guys haven't been there like we you talked about we've tried to get you there but you know we've got all kinds of of scissor flags flying and uh you know music playing and it 
you know, we're trying to make it like a Formula One or IndyCar race is what, what my goal is of, of karting, of course. I love it. That's amazing. Any, anything new for this year, Terry, we should talk about? Or is it just kind of fine-tuning what you've done over the last couple of years? I know, you've, I know you've, you've been focused on raising the level of the safety for the event. Right? That's always something that was in, in, in question from, from days gone by. There was you know, open bear, open curbing, whatever. I know you guys have really uh, raised the bar. Anything new uh, for the week, for this year? If something else we've done, we've expanded the corner and we had a corner that was kind of, we, I don't know why, because we had not had problems with it before, but we had a lot of crashes in this one corner. And uh, we, so we, the park district brought in a bunch of dirt and we've expanded the corner. So it gives people more racing room. Okay. Oh, so great. we had two major improvements, I think, to the track in the track, you know, it's pretty wide and, you know, good racing room. Um, so you know, it really is a lot up to the driver. And I have to talk to a lot of guys because they go out in the practice, you know, and I keep telling them this, guys, there's no trophies for practice. <laughs> I know it doesn't. Don't, don't tear your stuff up right yeah. away, you know. So I'm going to try to emphasize that more and, and try to, you know, the rookie, what I call rookie drivers, maybe they're not rookies, but they've never been to the park before. I'm going to walk them around the track. I'm going to show them the different stuff and, you know, I think, you know, once we get into the racing, there's really not a lot of problem. It's usually right at the beginning when people are trying to throw fired up and they're going to, they're going to tear it up in practice and they, you know, they spin out, they hit a barrier or whatever, but, but anyway, we've been real lucky. And I think, you know, it hasn't really been horrible that way, but uh, like I said, again, we, we cannot have a major injury because that would probably be the end of the, the race you know we got you know wk insurance and and it hasn't been drawn on in three years which is great and so um you know we get you know we do get the when we do the pre-race ceremonies we got the mayor there we got the national anthem being sung we got uh you know all the all the the stuff that we try to make it glit as glitzy as possible i love it just we, we haven't brought it up. It's actually June the 11th and 12th this year, correct? Let's make sure. Let's get the date out there for everyone as well. Yeah, right. Um, the uh, the the second the historical thing has been second weekend in June. Last year we made it the first weekend because I was I was trying to work with some other promoters on the you know trying to make sure that we could not be on top of each other. Well, this year I had to set it. There's no way to change it. When I found out Scusi had scheduled the race in Utah, I hated it, but I. There's nothing I could do about it. We yeah. had to have it on that weekend, but you know, we hope that the you know some of the promoters have been very great about not scheduling on the park, you know, and I, because it's it's a, a lot of people do like to run it and they like to run it every year, and then there's some people that do it one or two times and then they're done with it, you know, and it's kind of developed. We're trying to develop more two cycle type drivers to come to it. Okay. Yeah. Basically, so far. And again, Briggs is a good sponsor too. Um, they, uh, you know, it's mainly basically been a four cycle race. We had like, uh, of the 343, we had like 275 uh, four cycles and 75 of the shifter KA 100s, that kind of stuff, you know? So we're trying to build on that end, you know, and, and they do run pretty fast on the track. I mean, last year shifter hit 96 miles an hour and, and turned the track in under a minute, which was, that's that's moving you know 1.2 miles that's getting along pretty good so um but it's fun and the, the the spectators love the shifters they love to watch them and it's a big thing when they line up and you know the, and they take off they they do love that thing so you know we want to continue to try to build that part of it as well 
we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Carding offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Carding utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and the Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Carding is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2022 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Daytona International Speedway, Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Quincy Grand Prix, Newcastle Motorsports Park, and the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the five-round, regionally-based Ignite Challenge at tracks in Illinois, Ohio, and Missouri. Local club programs have also been established in other states like Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Florida, and more. Join Margay Racing for some fast, fun, and great memories at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite cart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteCarding.com. Get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Well, let's bring in somebody who I know loves this race as well. The guy that dragged me <clears throat> there back in 1997, I believe it was, when he when he said, you have to come to the park. Let's bring in Keith Freeber from Margay. Uh, Margay's obviously played a, a huge role uh, <clears throat> in the park race. Keith, remember that? I think I, I was working for National <laughs> Cart News back in the day. You said, if you're going to come down here, you've got you've got to go to the park. So I flew to St. Louis, went to the park, had too much to drink on Saturday night. <laughs> Hard to and, believe. And Sunday morning, Darren Rudolph had an engine. I had Dan Schmalsoff go-kart, and I ended up driving in Yamaha pipe. I think I finished 12th. <laughs> and it was, that was amazing. I mean, it was unbelievable that um, very little practice. I think yeah. we had more practice in the bar than we did at the track. We did. We did, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, it, and, and at the time, Yamaha pipe, you know, like Yamaha pipe medium, whatever you ran, 
you know, there's probably 50 go-karts in the class. Yeah, I started crazy. last. I know that. <laughs> started last and worked your way up to 12th. And I, and, and you were my hero that day for sure. So yeah. Hey, no. listen, talk, talk about your experience in the park. You, you guys keep going back. Margate is obviously a huge part of it. Now the ignite program, you know, it's one of your majors. It's obviously, a, you know, the ignite program is, has grown so much. A park is a big part of it, part of the kind of DNA of it. But you know, for you, what does a park mean? Cause you've been there for so many years. Well, it goes beyond the park, really. It's all about Quincy and the Trader family. There's two names right there that are really synonymous with karting. And a lot of the current generation really don't realize the importance uh, and the role that Quincy and Gus and Terry Trader and their entire family has played in the development of the sport over the years. Uh, this is uh, uh, 60, almost 60 years ago. This guy here. <laughs> That guy over there, over there, <laughs> that's Terry in 1961, yes. 1961 at uh, the grand opening of TNT Cartways. Wow. And so TNT Cartways was built by Terry's father, Gus. And Gus was uh, a, a great showman, a great promoter, uh, a great salesman, and and just a legend in the sport. And, and um did so much for carding over the years. And, and again, so many of today's carters don't understand the importance of Quincy and the role that the that Quincy and the trader family has played. Uh, just, they have been hosting fantastic championship events in Quincy for 60 years. And they've done that because uh, they do such a good job at running class events. You guys mentioned the word class and classy before yeah. um, Gus and Terry know that it's not a race without the racers. And if you don't have the racers there and if you don't take care of the racers, show them a good time, treat them like the, the customers um, and enthusiasts that they are, they're not coming back. And so Gus was always very good at taking care of the racers. Um, of course, there was occasionally somebody that didn't see it Gus's way exactly. And, and Gus <laughs> would tell him what he thought about that and <laughs> point to the highway right out front. Um, uh. But he ran a great show and he took care of the people that supported uh, his events. And Terry has done so much of the same and done so much for karting and um, in the town of Quincy itself. I mean, uh, for, I mean, Quincy is really uh, the one city, the one name that spans literally six decades of karting. There's, there's no other name. There's no other city in the U S that has been so relevant to karting over six decades. So for me, uh, you know, I started going to Quincy in the early seventies, uh, became very attached to the town and the trader family is, is, is like a really like a second family to me. Uh, I'm very fortunate that they've always taken such good care of, care of my family, but, uh, it's just really exciting to go to an event and uh, in a city where the city wants the Carters there, right? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not out. 10 miles away from downtown in some field somewhere or whatever. I mean, we are right in the middle of things. I mean, you roll into town and there's a banner stretched across the road that says, welcome Carters, you know, welcome Carters. when's the last time that you've seen that, you know, and uh, the businesses there are very supportive. They love having us there. And um, the park itself, I mean, so that's, that's what makes Quincy special and, and the trader family so special to Carding, but the park, goes one step beyond all of that. Um, you know, we've been to, all of us here have been to cart tracks all over the country, all over the world. And, and there's nothing like this track. There is nothing like it anywhere. I don't care what anybody tells you. There is nothing like this track. It is the most unique karting venue you will ever see, you will ever race on. 
and it's really our Indy 500. Um, it's not Noval, but it is our big event, and Terry and his staff treat the Carters like it's our big event, and the town really comes out for it. Um, you know, Rob and, and Devin and I are, you know, we're all lucky enough to be hanging around the Speedway a little bit during the month of May, yeah. and it's amazing how well presented the Speedway is, right? I mean, there's not a piece of trash anywhere. Every every blade of grass is manicured by hand. I think they have people that go out there. Uh, and, and let's not talk about that. Cause that's a sore subject. I mean, uh, some cart tires have uh, manicured that, that grass. Rob has, I have, I've been four wheels off there. Yeah. <laughs> But when you when you get to the when you roll up to the park, I mean, it, it's it blows me away what, what Terry's done um, with the reincarnation of this event. You know, when you roll up there, you know, you're at something special and all the flags and all the I mean, it's just it's, it's an event. It's not a go kart race. It's an event. Yeah. You know? and we don't have many of those. There's very few of those in karting. And that's what makes this event uh, so, so special. And I know it's a massive amount of work. And I feel a little bit guilty because I feel like I sort of roped Terry into this deal a little bit. And no, no, you, I, I do have to credit Keith with for years saying, are you going to watch bring the park back? Watch bring the park back. <laughs> so, All right. So finally, the park district director, they repaved the surface and, yeah. and the park district director, hey, he said, hey, would you like to bring the, the, the race back? And I go, oh my God, I don't know, man. Really? <laughs> A lot of work, and I asked Keith, and he goes, "Oh yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it." And then I went to another, like a charitable charity event, and uh, this one fellow said, leaned over, and he says, "In my ear, he says, if you bring the cart race back, I'll give you five grand right now." So anyway, off we went to the races, literally, and uh, you know, it's really neat though to see the involvement in the whole community. I mean, I'm talking about all the political people and everything. Everybody knows about it. And it's, it's just a cool, cool deal. And I just would wish that people could come and experience it and have a great time and uh, enjoy it. See what Quincy's all about. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, you raced before, you know, 15 or 20,000 spectators. That's pretty cool. You know, it is. And listen, isn't, isn't, it, awesome? Did, isn't it awesome? Yeah, that it Kevin is. did it. We put him yeah. in the back of the truck and we got, the t-shirt the cannon shooting in the, into the crowd with t-shirts and you know we got the we got the Budweiser distributor all all uh, involved with this thing and I mean it's it, it like I said it's it's a cool deal and and people should try and, and do it and I hope they do because you know I need the racers to come I need spectators to come I need those yeah. both those things because I need spectators to prove to the sponsors it was worth their their money you know and uh, we need the Carters now, you know, I've kept the entry fee down. I mean, if you compare what our entry fees are, 125 bucks. I mean, in today's world, that's that's a bargain. You know? Oh, yeah. And you also get a shot at winning one of these dudes here. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the Gussie. Obviously, we talked about uh, Gus Trader, everything he did for the sport. Uh, this was a cool addition, Terry, to bring to really honor uh, Gus. There's obviously the Duffy. This is the Gussie for, for Gus. This is I, what a great trophy to add to the, you know, really the platform that is carding in our sport. Yeah. And there's only, you know, we, we number each one of them. Keith, turn the bottom up. Everyone's got a number on it. So, and I know where each one is. And uh, who I'm afraid won? he's going to come get this one at some point. <laughs> I was going to say, who won that one? Because I know you didn't win a race, did you? I did not win. 
gentlemen, no. I, there are there is a thing called honorary gussies. Ah, They've got a few. Scott Pruitt's got one. Uh, he's got Gussie number one, by the way. Scott Pruitt does. And, and he's, got, he's got one. I happen to have one. Uh, Jeff Miles, who's done so much for carting around Quincy, has got one. But I'm really selective. And on uh, I got a, a special guest this year that I'm giving one to that is going to be exciting for me. And then so, so it, it, you know, and it you, the only way to get one is either I give you one <laughs> or you go to the park and you win a class. That's it. There's no and other. That's way. a perfect segue, Terry. Let's bring a couple of winners in, David. Let's bring in Jeremiah Davis and Devin Smith Harden. Uh, well, we're gonna bring everybody in at once. That's, that's something we it. haven't tried yet, so we can we can do that. See what we can do. See if we can bring them right. in. Well, all right. It looks all right. Like. It's, it's kind of limited. Go. Hey, that was good. Gentlemen. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Kart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs and Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs and Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs and Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs and Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? 
Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Where's so, the gussies? Where's your gussies at, guys? Show them to the boys. Mine's upstairs. Oh man, I don't have mine. <laughs> I have a I have a tattoo. Does that count? Yeah. yeah. Really? Right there. Really? Uh, yep. That is impressive. That's the park. Yeah. Oh, Holy dude, cow! Awesome. Oh my gosh, that's that is really cool. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Jeremiah. Then we'll go to Devin. Jeremiah, obviously, I, I remember. You know, obviously, I was busy last year, couldn't go, but I remember the picture of yep. you coming across the line, your full fist out. Let's let's talk about what what Quincy means. What did it mean to you to be able to, be able to get that victory last year? Well, I think I hope the tattoo explains a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's kind of there. Yeah. So I my dad raced the. Uh, was one part of the first group of four cycles they got to race in i think 1984 terry you can correct me if i'm wrong there um but my uncle won that year and my dad raced every year from then through 97 and i got to go a couple times as a kid and it was just the coolest thing ever yeah. right my dad never did very well but um that was our like our racing trip for the year and <clears throat> excuse me and it was just it was this mythical place because when i started racing as a kid I only did dirt oval and the park had kind of gone away and I'm, I've raced dirt pretty much my whole life. And so I've always wanted to get to the park, always wanted to get to the park. And last year was my first year. And, um, I, there's just nothing, you guys have explained it really well as a racer. There's no, there's nothing like racing in front of a crowd. And the first day on that Saturday, when I rolled down yeah. to the, on the bottom of the hill and I looked to my left and I'm distracted from doing my job because there's people, <laughs> You know, waving their arms and <laughs> waving their shirts around and stuff. It was just, there's nothing like it. It's, and it's, no other track gives you the rush that that one does. And when are you ever in the air in a go kart? Yeah. On purpose. Right. On purpose. Yeah. So I think the, the coolest photo anyone's ever taken of me um, was uh, Mark Schweigen that took that picture of me that uh, all four wheels in the air uh, that uh, the Margate folks posted right after I won. Ignite Heavy. Um, that's the one of the coolest photos I ever have of me racing. <laughs> There's nothing, just, just nothing like. Well, I I agree with you. I know that my my first laps in the one practice I got to do, I just kept saying, "Oh my god!" all the way around the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it was amazing. So I I hundred percent understand um, where you where you're coming from, Devin. Let's come to you. Uh, interest to have a Devin here right now. He was at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway all day working for uh, Aero McLaren, uh, Devin. Uh, you were you you were off. You were, weren't even in the studio at this point. But Terry talked about the 96 mile an hour guy who is the fastest guy at the racetrack. That's going to be you, obviously. You uh, have done extremely well in the shifter car categories at Rock Island. Just give me your thoughts on the park. Let's just talk about the, the race itself. Being able to drive a shifter around what is one of the, probably the most badass track in North America. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you you said it perfectly. Like the only word that I could use to describe that place is badass and <laughs> insane. Like, uh, there's no track that I've been to, you know, racing in pretty much every class and every national uh, organization um, that you can hit 96 mile an hour in like three different spots. Um, you're dodging brick walls, you're catching air, and you're seeing like uh like jeremiah said you're seeing you know a ton of fans with their shirts off like shotgun and beers like it, it's it's yes. the it's the craziest most electric place i've ever raced at <laughs> and you know what and that's not something you can get 
anywhere else, right? Jeremiah, no. Jeremiah, go, go. Yeah, no, I was just when when we one of the other cool parts is I got to ride in the back of a truck around for a victory lap, right? And then got the and I, I don't know how your experience was, Dev, and I know you got to do it a couple times, but uh, <laughs> when I was three. going down the hill, that same spot that I'd mentioned, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Varsity Blues, but when uh, the 10, 10, I had a couple guys. <laughs> do that because I'm number 10 and it was was just there's to be able to experience that that with the fans and I got to sign autographs I've never done that before that's amazing coming into the the scales the 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 couple little kids wanted to take pictures there's you feel like a big deal and as go-kart racers we don't get to feel like a big deal all that often. yeah 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 well Devin, same kind of feeling obviously you're <clears throat> in the shift for cart categories the fastest carts there you've had tons of success three wins last year you feel the same way where it was kind of like that highlight of being the superstar oh yeah dude like uh like what jeremiah was saying like riding in the back of that truck was you know you can win uh you can win super nats and not have the same kind of fan interaction that you do at Quincy, like riding around to the back of that truck, uh, with, you know, thousands of people screaming at you, asking for you to sign something, you know, I had at the podium ceremony last year, I had grown men and women coming and asking for my signature. Like (laughs) that, that's never happened to me before in my, you know, 15 years, uh, carding and it's, it's awesome. Like that's that's the only way I know how to describe it is that it's the coolest thing ever. Also, what Devin didn't also mention, and I sent it to his dad, but on the Monday the Monday paper that came out, that handsome young man Devin uh, <laughs> was on the front page of of the paper because he was the big winner basically. You know, I went two classes and stuff, so yeah. so he was on the front page of the newspaper. Does it feel like mission accomplished, Terry? When you hear when you hear the drivers have that kind of uh, answer to those questions, what did you say, Rob? I'm I said, sorry. does it feel like kind of mission accomplished when you hear the yes. answers, the drivers, yeah. well, what they're saying? Well, when I hear what these what these guys <laughs> yep. are saying, it, it makes me feel like maybe all the work was worth it, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, but we got guys like Keith that you know that he puts a substantial amount of money in it, and he's it, plus he. He's always promoting it through through his websites and that kind of stuff. That's what it takes today, you know, um, is is the is the Facebook stuff and the good recommendations from these fine drivers that you got here tonight and saying, you know, dude, you got to come to this race. You know, you just got to go to this thing. You know, that's it. Yeah. And then, it's so, you know, there's a there's a limit probably to, to how far we can go. But at one time, Gus had over 600 entries when he was, yeah, the 25th anniversary. When he was, you know, we're giving $10,000 in prize money, but Gus raised and gave a purse in 1990, let's see what it would have been, 1996, $25,000. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then he raised 30000 for the 30th anniversary. So, you know, he was a fundraising son of a gun. And like he was one of those guys that, when you walk in to see it, when he would walk in to see it, you just got your checkbook out and said, How much? <laughs> How much do you need? <laughs> uh, here's a question. Obviously, <clears throat> I can't be there this year. Cole can't be there this year. I know we both want to be there. Devin. Yes. How, how cheesed off are you because we have a conflict and you and I are both going to be at Road America this weekend, that weekend? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, so uh, even if I didn't have a conflict, uh, 
at my parents and everything, you know, everyone at HMG is going to Utah that weekend. So like, it's, uh, it's definitely unfortunate because like, like I said, that rate Quincy comes with so many like other things other than just the race. And, uh, it's really unfortunate that like I, I can't attend this year and defend, you know, my, my wins and my track record and everything like that. So, uh, just really unfortunate for sure. We definitely need to do something, David, to make sure it doesn't happen next year. Yeah, we're, well, when I'm in you, when I'm in Utah, there'll be boots on the ground to uh, to try and help 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 this alleviate for 2023. Yeah. Uh, but Devin, I kind of want to ask you a question, kind of as a driver itself, racing again, like you said, 96 miles an hour. How does racing at the Quincy differ from racing at a normal racetrack? Like, are you at 100 percent, or are you dialing it down to say? 96 97 percent to try and and give yourself just that little bit of edge or are you just 100 percent all the way um so basically like my strategy throughout the weekend um is that i kind of you know played it a little safe in the beginning uh and then just kind of slowly build pace uh to the race because like you get you get on the track for the first time and it's like it's ice basically like there's no there's no grip anywhere and uh just because the the surface is so dusty and then it slowly starts to clean off and then by the time you put new tires on for the race like it it's game on um but even even then like i think in the practice before the race uh i was running like 101s in practice and then like during the race you just you let it all hang out and you know, don't, don't take, you know, take all of the risks. And, uh, thankfully it paid off for me, uh, last year. <clears throat> Jeremiah, what would you, what would you say for you? What is the, what's the key to victory? What, do you, what does it take to win there? So I think in the 206 stuff, patience is king. I mean, I, you know, it was my first year. So I, I, similar to Devin, I, my first laps on the track, everybody was, you know, going around because I was just, I just wanted to learn the racetrack, make sure I didn't end up in a barrier, which I did on Saturday uh, in, with the Ignite. I had to replace an axle uh, before qualifying, but I just wanted to learn the racetrack. And when it came to the race on Sunday, I had qualified poorly and kind of tucked in behind another guy and was like, okay, I need to, I need to draft with him to catch the front guys. And we did that. And, and I've never been that patient in my life on a go <laughs> by far. And it had to fall in place, and it did. I, I, I just took my, took those opportunities, like Devin said. I took those opportunities when they presented themselves. But I feel like at the park, especially in the race, if you're if you're not at a hundred percent, if you're not committed to every corner, especially the jump, especially turn seven, um, if you're not committed, you're gonna wreck. You're gonna you know, or you're gonna go backwards at at bare minimum. Yeah. So you have to be willing to go there. And if you don't, that's the, that separates, especially in street racing. I feel like that separates guys who can win uh, versus guys who are just there to compete. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to, to commit. Uh, there's no, no reason to do it. Yeah. Keith, kind of what's your a- aspect with, as uh, as a team owner and a guy who fields a number of carts for a number of different drivers, what, especially for new people who have never raced there before, what's kind of the key element that you kind of put in their ear, be it starting Thursday or Friday before they even get to the racetrack. What is it that you're telling them about going to Quincy? Uh, don't go to the bars. 
<laughs> wait, wait. Unless this they're is the older, wiser version here. Okay, okay. Uh, no, just patience. You know, Jeremiah hit on that, and you have to work up to it there. And um, there's a, a big name team owner on the East Coast now that used to race for us. And uh, he showed up to Quincy on his first trip back in uh, 94. And at the time, he was the big guy in the entire country. I mean, he was winning all the four cycle races. He was winning all the two cycle races. And I told him, I said, look, I mean, I, I, I know you're capable of doing this and, and I get it. But just really take it easy. Don't go out and try to run with the bird cells and traders and Scott Evans and Seligrins and all them. I said, sneak up on it. Don't don't try to run with those guys right away. Yeah. And he looked at me and yeah, yeah. Okay. No problem. You know, off he goes. And I watch him come by uh, the start finish line the first time. And I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. And sailed that thing down. He was chasing, you know, again, like the bird cells, traders, Cassidy's, you know, all, there's yeah. a big line of them and he's tagged onto the end of it and he's going for it on the first lap. And I'm like, Oh man, it's the jump never lifts, gets all crossed up over the jump slams into the barriers, writes the go-kart off, brand new go-kart, brand new engine, brand new package, demolishes everything, breaks his ankle or something. I, I don't know. And, and he was done for the weekend. That was it. And I'm like, so listen to me when I tell you, patience, 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 work up to it. And, That's it, right? And, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, it's such a fun track and it's a real, I don't know what Jeremiah and Devin think, but it's a rhythm track, you know, and, and once you're rolling and you get into the rhythm Man, I got goosebumps just thinking about it now. You, you, and I'm not even very good there. So, um, you, once you get into that rhythm and you're flowing, I mean, it's just the track flows and it's just, it's almost easy to drive when you get into that mode. And it's so much fun. And Terry mentioned it earlier, but with the repave now, the place is so smooth. Um, I don't know. It's just a ton of fun to drive. So That's enjoy awesome. every minute of it, but sneak up on it and use your head. Yeah. So oh. it's a bucket list race. Like we said, folks, June 11th and 12th, uh, www.quincygrandprix.com. Make sure you, I'm going to blast this out as we're talking here, just so you go check it out. If you, if you haven't been to the race, get registered. This is one you want to cross off the bucket list for sure. Devin, you're not there this year, obviously at road America. Hopefully we can get rid of like the conflicts. Are we going to get you back? Is it like, have you got to go back? You have to defend. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I've had too much fun there and it has, I've had too much success to stop going. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that, and at my root, I'm a, I'm a street racer. You know, that's, that's where, uh, that's where I got my love for karting. Um, and that's, you know, like Quincy's one, one of those street races that like, you just can't, you can't just skip, you know, it's like skipping rock Island. Like yeah. you don't do that. You know what I mean? One of those, one of those races that you just, if you, if you have that weekend off, like you have to go. I love it. Let's go around the horn and kind of wrap things up. Devin, I know that you, you kind of wrap up. I just want to say best of luck in a couple of weeks, right? Because yes, dude, you're going over the wall. Yep. Uh, at the Indianapolis 500, what are you doing? Who are you who are you working with? Who, who whose car are you on, and what are you doing with them? Uh so I'm on the seven car, which is Felix Rosenquist, and I am a rear rear end mechanic and inside rear tire changer for their pit crew. 
That is awesome. I think it's fantastic, man. I wish I was here to see you. It'll be great. Uh, thanks for what, coming and joining us. Where do you start? Uh, well, qualifying is this weekend. This uh, weekend. So, okay. So, so I'm not. We've been we've been fast all week uh, leading up to this point. Uh, you know, top eight mo- most sessions. Uh, so we'll see where it leads. But uh, we're looking to drink milk on the 29th, man. That's it. Cool. Are you? Who's a better shifter cart driver, you or Pato? Me. Oh, all right. There you go. Yeah, he's won Super seven. Nationals. That's why I asked. Yeah, he's he won Super Nationals. We, he has five. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we had a lot of IndyCar drivers come and drive for HMG. and You have. That's right. Yeah. They're, they're – uh, we'll, we'll just say they're not – They're upper body pace. strong. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're crazy strong because those cars are so hard to yeah. drive. But it's just the the dynamics are so different from an indie car to a go-kart like it's just hard for them to get used to yep right on jeremiah let's go to you uh you got one gussie how about two well i'm i'm running four classes this year so how about five how about five how about five <laughs> what's the record for wins in a year i want to i'm chasing that no i'm just i the honestly it's i'm i I love the Ignite program. I told Keith this last year. I wanted to mention this uh, after w- we won Ignite Heavy. I would not have made it to the park. I would not, you know, be in sprint racing if it wasn't for the Ignite program. I was a dirt racer and had would have really committed to that and uh, wanted to run the park and thought the easiest way to do that was the Ignite. And turns out it was a good, it was a fortuitous decision for me. Um, you know, and I, I'm also very grateful that they added the Ignite Heavy class because I'm not skinny anymore. And the that 360 weight is difficult for guys like Paul and, and Bigger to get down to. So I'm still going to attempt it. I'm, I'm still going to run Ignite Senior this year because um, I think once you get up, uh, I, I, I can't wait to get there. I'm running, you know, the four major um, Briggs, Briggs classes and um, see what we can do. See if we can add to the collection. Dude, that's awesome. I love it. Keith, uh, back for another day. Uh, not, you know, back in the day, it was you with the Margate team, right? Your drivers battling up against all the other manufacturers, whatever it may be. And you're, you'll do that in some of the other categories for some drivers. But the, the Ignite program, as you know, Jeremiah said, is it's been such a huge thing for the sport. I'm a huge fan of it. As you know, I've raced with you guys many times. Mm-hmm. It's really done a ton I think to allow people to come into the sport, you know, bit lowering that barrier of entry, but it's also, and as Terry has already said, it's been a huge part of the, uh, of the resurgence, the you know rebirth of the Quincy Grand Prix as a guy who's been there for so many years, just give us a couple of words of what it means for the ignite, the Margay name be so connected with the race now. Well, we're just really proud to be associated with such a class event. Uh, again, Terry, the city, the entire trader family, they put their heart and soul into this event for the Carters. And for us to be a part of it, uh, we, we consider ourselves very fortunate. And then to hear uh, Jeremiah's words, you know, where he says, hey, man, I wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for Ignite. You know, and I, I've heard that from a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, older Carters that had maybe gotten out of the sport that have come back and have run the Ignite program because it's easy. And uh, it's just an amazing event. And what I would say to everybody listening is come race the park. Do it with us. Don't do it with us. Whatever you do, just come race the park. You will not be disappointed. QuincyGrandPrix.com. Go there, check it out. Sign up for some classes. Call us here at Margay. We'll help you come run with us if you want. And if you don't want to run with us, we'll point you in the right direction to run with the people that you do run with there. Um, It's just an awesome event. You won't be disappointed. 
Come join Steve, us. And it's it's ignitecarding.com, right? The website for, for it the is. Ignite program. Ignitecarding.com. Yeah. Yes. Ignitecarding.com. Terry Trader, we've done this before with you, and it's normally just been the three of us kind of chatting back and forth, but I think it's kind of cool to bring Devin and Jeremiah and, and Keith in, give you a little taste of some of you know the experience that the, the you, you're providing yes. to these people. Really great. You guys did a beautiful job. I appreciate everything eCarding News does, and you guys are, the, of course, the leading information place for all the all carding, and uh, you've done a beautiful job in um, building that up. And someday we hope you're at the park and we can, you know, expand it further and and, you know, as long as we can continue to have the support of our sponsors and, and people that help us put the race on and, and put it together, uh, then we'll be able to do it. I mean, I can't do it myself. I don't go out and lay one barrier or one hay bale. You know, I got the, the Miles family that, that does that. Then I got another group of volunteers that do the gust tent. And we do pay a lot of people for a lot of stuff, putting the fence up and and that kind of stuff. And we also have involved the local uh, Catholic high school, the, the football team that is a, a very good fo football team. And they come out and help us put the barriers and the, and the, uh, and the hay bales down. They clean up the park for us after the race is over. And then the, the Grand Prix makes a nice donation to them for helping them. And they also do all the parking for people around. We, we donate golf cars for them to use. And then anybody that comes near the park, you know, we've got, uh, They've got roads closed off, so we got the, the police chief involved. And like I said, it's a it's a community deal, and uh, everybody looks forward to it. And for years and years, they've talked about, well, I wish my kids could see this. I used to watch it when I was a kid. Well, now they can. And, uh, we're, you know, it's still growing, and people are still excited about it. And uh, my my goal is to hope to expand the thing to, to more communities that can come to Quincy and experience this thing. The, the St. Louis, the Peoria, the Bloomingtons, those kind of things that are close enough to drive in and see this great event. So so we're hoping to, you know, expand through Facebook or whatever, uh, or your your site to tell people to come and watch this event. It's, it's free. Just get to the town. So have a, Yeah, have some fun. Enjoy it. Now, obviously, we've been doing what we could to try to promote the race. We're going to change that now. We're going to do what we can to try to make sure there's no conflict. That's, <laughs> that, that is our new goal. You guys are promoting it well. We need to make sure there's no. Let's start with IndyCar at Road America and see if we can get them to back that date up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll talk. To, I'll talk to the guys at Road America yeah. and like, you know, have a talk with Mark Miles. See if we can't get that yeah. that date yeah. changed. Road America is usually later in the in the month. It's not normally that early in June. Yeah, correct. And and one thing I do want to mention also, we're talking about IndyCar racing. Last year's honorary Grand Marshal at Quincy was this guy named Alancer Jr. that you may have heard of, um, yeah. and he. He was terrific. He was just talk about class again, absolute first class ambassador for the sport. Talk Amazing. to everybody that walked up to him. Uh, we've got, you know, we had a two time Indy 500 winner there hanging out with all the Carters, talking with all the fans. Uh, just terrific. And the only guy that can pull something like that off is Terry. So, Terry Trader. Uh, That's it. Thanks, 100%. Really all well, right, folks. We'll keep working on it, guys, and thank you for all your help, and thank you for the drivers for coming, and Keith, of course, thank you for all your help, and uh, Ignite probably has saved carting, at least in Quincy, in the Quincy area, so it's a, it was a great idea, and, and he followed through with it, so let's just keep growing it and keep having great races. Awesome. The Quincy Grand Prix, June 11th and 12th, QuincyGrandPrix.com. David, you guys drop these guys down. Guys, hang out in the studio so we can say goodbye before we wrap things up. David and I'll put a, a cap on this show. Uh, you know, David, this sport is all about uh, people having a good time, right? You and I talk about having fun, grassroots racing. 
but it's also about, you know, having that history. And I think that's one of the cool things. A lot of people that are new to the sport don't know about the amazing history we have. And really with Rock Island and even more so, 100% more so with Quincy, this is the history of our sport that continues to be being made, right? That's what I love about the, uh, the fact that it came back because it's such an amazing race. Devin and Jeremiah talk about how amazing the racetrack is. This, this race really puts together everything you need for an iconic event for our sport. Yeah, Devin said it. he put it above the Super Nationals. I mean, it, again, you don't have the fans at the Super Nationals asking yeah. for autographs or cheering. Again, think about that. Like, you know, I played basketball in high school, so you had the crowd. Or you played football in high school, you have the crowd there. It, it, you get that experience. In karting, we don't get that. And you, Quincy, you get that. And that again, you have community, you have history. Uh, you know, again, it's just it's just a combination of a lot of things coming together and making a, a good thing out of it. Yeah, it's a bucket list race. And once you go, you're probably going to go back more and more, folks. I hope you do so again, June 11th and 12th. Both David and I hoping one day we don't have a conflict so we can get there. I want to get back onto that racetrack 25 years later. Uh, I'm looking forward to beating Cole there too, right? Because I beat him everywhere else we are. I might as well beat him at, uh, at Quincy as well. So it'll just be another one of your horrible wow. defeats, David. <laughs> Thank, thanks for that boost of motivation right there. Folks, uh, again, the Quincy Grand Prix, a race you re really want to go to. Thanks you uh, to Terry, everybody, for joining us here again, June 11th and 12th, QuincyGrandPrix.com. On behalf of everybody who's on the show tonight and my friend David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.